from regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Bryant. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're known as the Caring Place. I've been caring for the homeless and needy here in South Florida since 1922. This is our 98th year. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president. I've been here 29 years. Actually, I've been here 30 years, but 29 years in some capacity as a staff person. What a joy. What an honor. What a privilege it is to be able to help people every single day. And you know, when I get up, uh, I just think, how can we help someone get off the streets? How can we help someone who's just full of uh, hopelessness, women that are fleeing domestic violence, others that have come back from the service and have fallen through the cracks, or, or somebody that has severe mental illness, or somebody who's addicted? Uh, how can we help those, per- those people uh, make a decision to get off the street and then to equip them, fully equip them, so that they can not only get a job, not only get off drugs, and not only beat some of the demons in their lives, but but become happier and more successful in life. I happen to believe that's done through a spiritual connection, that people do much better in life when they have a um, relationship with the Lord. And so we, we teach that in all of our centers. It's not mandatory for anyone to come in to believe that, uh, but we have been founded that as a gospel rescue mission where we share the love of God in practical ways to hurting people. And you know, as long as I've been here, it always amazes me uh, to see people come in that are just even wondering, can I make it or not? And then months later, uh, I'll re-meet them on the streets. Uh, Maybe I'm in a supermarket or I'm getting gas someplace and here comes a person who says, hey, Reverend, I remember me, I was at the Women's Center, or hey, I was, uh, was in a program two years ago and I've still got my job, I'm doing very well. Your support and the support of the community makes that all happen. You know, you've, you've seen homeless as you travel through the streets. They're sleeping on bus benches, they're, they're begging on street corners. Sometimes you go to gas stations, they're trying to hit you up for some money. Uh, or you just see someone talking to themselves, just walking up and down the street, just talking to themselves. And you wonder, how can that person be helped? Well, you see someone that's very, very, very dirty, uh, just sitting, uh, maybe have an open can of beer, and just you're wondering, what's wrong with that person? Why don't he stop drinking? Well, there's always more to the story. And later, and during the program, you're gonna hear from Nathaniel. And every week, we love to highlight a changed life, someone that came in uh, messed up, 
and hopeless and then have changed their lives around because not only the great services that we have here and the great staff that we have, the great volunteers, but because they've actually rekindled inside of them the attitude, I can do this, I can make it, I can change, I can be different. And that's what we're trying to do every single day. We're serving over 1,100 people uh, in our centers in Broward and in Miami. And that's a lot of people. And so that's a lot of hygiene products. That's a lot of soap and washcloths. There's a lot of clothes. That's a lot of wear and tear in our buildings. And so we do need your help. Just a couple weeks ago, we had our Heart for the Homeless. So it's a very special day. I want to give a shout out to everyone who made a special gift uh, for that one day. But we need your help all during the year. We do receive some government money, but the bulk of our resources come from our community. It comes from people uh, that have been here for a few years or for many, many years, and some that can give very little and some can, can give quite a lot. But we do rely on that. So you can go to caringplace.org slash Easter. That's caringplace.org slash Easter. We have our Easter campaign coming up. It's uh, in April, but we're already preparing right now. We want to provide over 6,000 Easter baskets and have a great day of celebration. You know, Passover's during the same time. And again, during the, during the course of the year on these holidays, the major holidays, we really want to make it special for the homeless that are on the street. It's a way that we can almost like go fishing and uh, get people to come to our centers and learn more about us. And then desensitize them to coming into a building and, and see that we're good people and they're going to be helped here. We're not going to judge them. We're not going to put shackles around them. Yes, there's responsibilities and there's some rules, but when you have so many people living in the building, you got to make sure everyone is safe. So again, go to caringplace.org slash Easter. Uh, we do need your support for $2.10. You can provide a meal that's often the first step in a changed life. I've said it for many years, hope often begins with a meal. And people that come to us are not just because they want to get off drugs or get off the streets. Generally, it's because they have a great need in their life. They need a change of clothes. They need a shower. They need a meal. And along with the meal, they're going to meet others that they used to run with on the street. They're going to meet some of our great volunteers. They're going to come up and ask them, can they do anything? They're going to be prayed for if they they want to have prayer done. And they're going to be told of other resources in the community, not just us, not just our Hollywood Center and our Miami Centers, but also other resources. And maybe they're a veteran or maybe they have, they have other needs and they want to get other type of services. The, the idea is to help uh, people get off the street and our global vision our big overarching vision is that no one is homeless uh, I think that as long as we have people um, that fall through the cracks people that get in trouble people that are coming from abused relationships we're probably going to have the homeless with us for a long time you know Jesus said many many centuries ago when he walked on the earth he says the poor you have with your own with you only now that poor means people that have uh, limited economic resources but i also think it meant homeless people and so we do need the help we still need to be vigilant we're living in south florida uh, where there's sun and fun and tourists and beaches and it's a magnet for other other um, parts of the country when people are homeless why do you want to stay up in the freezing cold when you come down so we can go out tomorrow i think and have every homeless person that we can meet and see take them off the streets put them in a hotel put them in a park bay give them housing 
but I think you would, would actually see more and more homeless come down to us, and that's been the case. Uh, we recycle. Not only come down to us, they come up from the Keys. So if you can go to caringplace.org slash Easter, uh, for $21 is 10 meals. If you can do more, we really appreciate that. And we also need Easter baskets for the kids. That's another great need. You know, when, when families come through, not only are we taking care of the homeless, but we're taking care of those in great need that are challenged, uh, that are close to our centers, and they'll come in for a great day. We'll have great entertainment and music, and and especially during this time, we'll have foot washing. Uh, you know, the Lord, before he went to the cross, washed the feet of his disciples, and so we'll have Barry University will be here with the podiatry students. We'll have volunteers. It's all done very, very sanitarily. Uh, we have ba ba baskets of water, and it'll be changed out each time, and not only will they get their feet washed, or they get a little massage, and get some new socks and they'll be taking care of their feet and those that really need super duper help Barry will make sure they get that help so there's a lot going on that day but there's a lot going all throughout the year going on in fact in March just in a few weeks we're gonna have our graduation ceremony for our men and women in our Miami centers now this has been a tradition for many years where men and women who've come into our programs have come in just as they are and then months later with a lot of hard work on their side and a lot of completion we want to honor them because for many that have come through the doors is they haven't finished anything in a long time or they haven't congratulated many have not even graduated high school uh, or they just have not done well in life but here they really stuck to it their their life is totally transformed and so we're going to put them in full cap and gown and they're going to walk the stage. It's going to be at our Community Activity Center in Miami. For more information, go to our website. You'll see a great big banner there. And you can also help us during that day by sponsoring a cap and her gown. A cap, I think, is $15. A gown is $20. But it's a way that we can continue the tradition. And, it's, and more importantly, if you have the chance, it's going to be on March 21st at 2 p.m. Get here around 1 o'clock. The address is 2025 Northwest First Avenue. You may be traveling. You don't, you're not going to remember that, but go to our website. You'll see the address. And come and see with your own eyes uh, the, the tears, the laughter, the joy, the reunions, and the stories of people that were pretty much were given up on by many people and their families. And now they're starting a, not just a, uh, getting off the streets, but they're starting new and successful lives. Well, again, God bless you. We can't do all that we do without you. We need volunteers. We need your prayers and we need your support. Well, stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 for more Mission Possible. Well, today we want to welcome back Dr. Kaven Amini. Uh, he's been on our program many times, and we're talking about matters of, of health, about the heart, about lifestyles, and, and doctor, it's just wonderful to have you on again. Thank you for taking time out to be with us. Thank you so much, Ron. As always, I said, it's a privilege being with you and your audience, and thanks for having me today. Well, if you've just tuned in, you never heard our <laughs> program before, or you've missed the last few, uh, Dr. Amini is a board-certified cardiovascular specialist practicing in South Florida. And now, you've been practicing medicines, what, since 2001? Since 2001, in one form or another. Uh, he's the president of the South Florida Cardiology Consultants. Uh, he's a clinical professor at Nova University College of Osteopathic Medicine. And he's a national state speaker. He goes out and gives lectures on cardiovascular medicine. He's been involved in research. He educates future students and doctors and he's just all around he just knows medicine he knows cardiovascular and so we're just grateful to have him on the program and and doctor last time that we were talking 
Uh, we're talking about what to expect if you had a heart attack, what some of the recovery was. And then we didn't have enough time. But at the very end, we're talking about the real, maybe the real mother load, basic cause of sickness and disease and, and especially cardiovascular disease. And, and uh, you talked on, you touched about inflammation. And so maybe today you can share with us, uh, what exactly do you mean by that? What do you mean by inflammation of the body? Uh, thank you so much, Ron. So, you know, disease is very complex and its process is very complex. Every individual body is a complex ecosystem that it's trying to achieve equilibrium or balance. The body likes to be balanced. When this balance goes off, it leads to disease or conditions. Inflammation is the culprit. So for a long time, I've been focusing uh, my preventative measures on health and cardiovascular disease based on decreasing someone's inflammatory risk. Now, when you say inflammation, you're talking internally with In, the organs and our, and our vascular system. Absolutely. But one of the biggest telltales is when you see externally inflammation, you have trouble cooking. So it can't ignore what's on the skin. Inflammation could be a good thing and a bad thing. So when we talk about inflammation, you have to understand what does inflammation really do? And acute sitting, which means for a very short period of time, inflammation could be very good. When you get hurt, inflammation forms on your skin, a little bit of swelling, all kinds of nutrients, tissues, inflammatory stuff pours out into your skin to allow it to heal. You feel a little pain to give you protection, not to harm that spot again. These are all what your body is doing to heal and fix itself. So in the short term, there's nothing wrong with inflammation, but long-term inflammation leads to chronic disease. Those chronic diseases could be anything from diabetes, stroke, heart attack, blood pressure, brain disease such as Alzheimer's, and bowel disease such as inflammatory bowel conditions. And people have heard of Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. These are what it is. Things like lupus and psoriasis. As a matter of fact, studies and research is coming out now saying things such as, or skin disorders such as psoriasis, that some people see commercials on TV, creams for psoriasis and pills for psoriasis lupus and all kinds of other skin diseases could increase your risk for cardiovascular events such as heart attack or other issues. So we're seeing that inflammation could lead to a bad place. Why? Our cells are made up of water. They use oxygen and lots of nutrients that that's your diet that you can impact. And essentially they create waste that has to be exposed. When there is a problem with this on a cellular level, a couple of things can happen. One, the cell can die. When it comes to skin, we call that aging. Hmm. When it comes to organ, we call that organ dysfunction, organ disease, kidney disease, heart disease. Or it can go into a disarray or, or malfunctioning. And we see that with cancer. It can, instead of shutting down or slowing down, it can go and grow and grow and replicate and grow what we call cancer. Your own healthy cell becomes cancerous, which is your own cell that overproduces. So inflammation is important to this environment and when there's inflammation or oxidation, it damages the cell and causes either death or disarray or malfunction. So your mind, your body, your spirituality, your diet, your intake and exercise can impact that. And remember, there's nothing wrong with short-term inflammation, but long-term is not good. Now, most people might ask me, Dr. Amini, what can I do about this? And what is inflammation where is it coming from? Well, the easiest thing I can tell you, and probably the number one culprit when it comes to numbers, pure numbers of things across the world that's causing inflammation right now, is sugars and refined sugars and carbohydrates. They cause chronic low inflammation. 
This chronic low inflammation might not cause anything after a week or two weeks, but over years can have a significant impact and lead to things such as inflammation within the body and creating metabolic syndrome that we've talked about before, which you gain a little bit of belly fat, your blood pressure goes up a little bit higher, your cholesterol goes up a little bit off, and that is what we call metabolic but, syndrome. But you know, Doc, it seems as you're talking about sugars and processed foods. I mean, every street corner you go by, there's there's fast food, and uh, most of us understand that it's not really good for you, but what can we do? I mean, you're, you're talking about sugars and processed foods and fast food, and here we are in America, and, and I think the latest statistics are the obesity is off the chart. You know, people are not doing well, and you're saying that those types of that nutrition is actually causing internal inflammation that leads to disease. Absolutely. I think uh, like what you said, what do we do? What we do is a central emphasis of what it is to be a human. It's choices and making the right choices. When you go to a restaurant or you go to a fast food joint, you have alternative options because now most fast food places are creating alternative option menus, whether it's salads, things with less sugars, less processed stuff that you can choose. You might not like to taste as much as a Whopper or a Big Mac, but you know what? You do have alternative options. It's all about choices, and life is essentially about choices, whether it's choosing the kind of job you have, choosing the kind of stress you want to handle, and choosing the kind of stuff you want to put in your mouth. I mean, the old saying of, you know, we are what we eat has a lot of truth to it. I think over a long period of time, it's very true. Choosing what we eat makes a difference in who we are. Well, I think research, and you've and you've shared this with me too, but diabetes is off the chart. I mean, it has gone just skyrocketed where people are having type 2 diabetes and that's affecting organ failures and, and other problems, right? Correct. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One, we've become much more aggressive about screening. Our criterias have changed. We're screening greater. We're using more strict criteria to diagnose. So one is the ability to diagnose disease, and that's why... Some people feel that it's more prevalent seeing cancer and heart disease because we're working harder at diagnosing it and picking it up. And the other part is the same old culprits, bad choices. Bad choices, throw in there some genetics and you got the best soup to create disease. Now, is that what you see in your practice then is the culmination of bad choices or uh, bad nutrition, uh, lack of exercise, sedentary lifestyle? Absolutely. I think I think as humans, we're, we're by default... Uh, like to choose the easier option of two. You know, if you can go down a stair versus go up several flights and get to the same destination, you're probably going to say, I'm going to take the stairs going downward, less work. But obviously going up the stairs has more benefits for you. So, you know, choices are essential in life. And hopefully the message people will get from this is there are ways you can decrease inflammation and it's choices. One, reduce your weight. Two, exercise. And their general recommendations by the AHA, AHA, which is the American Heart Association, is about 150 minutes of exercise at moderate level throughout the week. Or you can do 75 minutes of total exercise at a more aggressive level. So 30 minutes times about five times per week. Exercise. The food we eat, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, and legumes, beans, have been significant to improve your outcome. Things like the Mediterranean diet. Minimize your sugar and refined sugar and carbohydrate intake. Go for the natural stuff or go for the sugar substitute like a stevia and other alternative healthy natural options. And of course, you've heard this a million times, minimize your stress. If you can't impact it at your job because it's a stressful job, 
Find other ways, spirituality, meditation, exercise, reading, whatever you have to do to at one point decrease so you can find a balance in your stress level. Well, doctor, again, thank you for just all this information. It's a lot to to think about and to put into practice. And we're looking forward in the next session or two, we'd like to talk about stress. I think that's really important, overlooked in a lot of our lives. And yet we're impacted just driving on the streets uh, in South Florida and it's our personal lives. So again, bless you. Thank you for being here. And I, I pray for our listeners that this will impact their lives, that will have People will actually go to their doctor or take maybe a lifestyle change uh, that can improve their quality of health and their quality of life. Again, thank you for being here, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much, Ron. As always, it's been a privilege to be with you and your audience, and God bless you for all the impact and effort you're trying to do for our community with these messages. Good morning, wonderful listeners. This is Patricia McFoy, Faith Partners Liaison for the Miami Campus. And it is such a pleasure to have with me this morning Mr. Robert Negron, who is such a wonderful volunteer at our BOC Hollywood campus. And he is going to talk a little bit about what he does and what he's doing in the community. Now, he's he has already volunteered um, and, and served and also done a radio uh, show here with us a few years ago, and he's back again to share what he's doing in the community. How are you doing today, Mr. Negron? I'm doing wonderful, Patricia, and it's so such a blessing to be on your show. So thank you f- for inviting me, and uh, I just want to shout out, say hello to all your listeners as well. Awesome, awesome. And I know that um, you've been serving here at the Miami Rescue Mission for a long time, and I know you love what you do. Um, So how about you share a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing and your organization, if you can share with the listeners uh, so they can know, have an idea of exactly what you're doing in the community. Sure, sure. About 20 years ago or so, I I came to the Lord and accepted Him as my Lord and Savior. And through a a friend, uh, Pastor Pete Cassis, he uh, invited me to the Broward Outreach Center and said, listen, I could really use you there uh, to minister to, the, to those who are uh, to need to hear the Word of God and need to be lifted up. And uh, I think we started around 2002, so wow. we're going on 17 years My goodness. that we've been there. And Yeah, it's, it's an amazing ministry. We're, um, we're part of the Jesus Loves You ministry out of Cooper City Church of God. And we go, uh, we split up our time there. I usually go at once or twice a month uh, on Wednesday night. And it's such, a, it's such a blessing to be able to minister to the homeless people or those who are actually part of the program trying to get their lives back in, back in order. And they want, to, they want restoration. They want uh, reconciliation with family members. They want, they want a new you know, in, in the Bible, it tells us that we're new creations in Christ, That's and right. they want to step into that that newness. Mm-hmm. And we're there to lift them up, give them hope. I bring donuts. Uh, <laughs> we Pas- all like to eat. <laughs> Pastor Pete used to call them holy donuts. Oh, wow. And uh, they're always, uh, they always, that tends to, to bring a few extras in when they know that we, you got food there. So That's amazing. <laughs> so we use whatever vessel, vehicle we can to, to get them in the door in the cafeteria there and and just we do some uh the lord always always shows up and we usually have a time of worship where we we share uh some great music and sounds i pass out the 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 song sheet so they can sing 
And then we get into the Word of God, and the Word of God speaks for itself. Uh, the Word of God says it'll never return void. So That's right. when we bring forth the Word, hearts get touched, hearts get changed. We spend time in prayer there with the, with the men and women. It's open to both men and women. And we just have a wonderful time. It's amazing how fast the time goes. And before you know it, you're, you're saying goodbye. But, yeah. but our time there, I really believe, I, there have been times where I've walked into the, the outreach center and I could tell there's something in the atmosphere that's just not good. Mm-hmm. And you, you go there and you get these people in this room, in the cafeteria, you minister, you bring the word, you, you you have people singing, and before you know it, the atmosphere has changed. Yeah, and we want to thank you, Robert. I mean, it sounds like you're doing so much, and it's really helping with the our core values, transformation, how important. And we know that Christ is the only one that can really transform the people that come through our sinners, and he's definitely using you to do that. Now, um, I did want to ask you a little bit about your ministry, personal ministry. I know you have your own ministry, and I wanted you to share with um, the audience a little bit about, you know, the listeners, I mean, um, about what your ministry is about. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, I have a ministry called Christ-Centered Leadership, and uh, I was in the uh, IT field uh, working for an insurance company for about 38 years, and mm. I retired in 2016, and as I uh, got spent more time in this in this field i uh, i started seeing myself as a mentor to a lot of the younger people that were coming on board and then the lord allowed me to step away from that and dive into this uh leadership business where we have what are called mastermind groups and we invite business business leaders from the community to sit around and talk about leadership principles and uh, i'm a john maxwell certified speaker and coach and so I'm trying yeah. to share also the love of Jesus through through good bi- biblical principles. That's amazing. I, that's amazing. And thank you so much. So you're doing great work, not only at the mission, but you're also everywhere. So thank you so much, Robert. Thank you. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and we are at that part of the program where we get to hear uh, a testimony, a story from someone who has experienced a really difficult journey. Uh, in their life but one thing about these stories is is that we end up on an upward note uh, showing that God still has a plan no matter what you've gone through in life so I have with me today Nathaniel Nathaniel thank you for being with us on this program Yes, thank you, Mrs. Brummer, for having me. Well, Nathaniel, you look fantastic. You're in a wonderful shirt and tie there, and you look great. Uh, but, you know, looking great and um, having a, a, a life that is great all the time isn't the same. So you've really experienced some hurt and some things in life. Let's go back. Maybe you said it off air. Let's start with the Army. Yes, I served in um the United States, uh, well, I served with the Pennsylvania National Guards, the 1st 111th Infantry. I served for eight years. I have an honorable discharge, but, ser- but shortly after being discharged, I started using narcotics, and um, which I got in a little trouble, and um, I picked, got in trouble, and I served time in prison, in which I was sentenced to four to ten years, and shortly after that, I um, moved on with life, and then I started staying with my sister, and then we found out about um, 
the Miami Rescue Mission. Now, you were in Pennsylvania. Yes, I was in Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a native of Philadelphia. Now, you said you had a case manager, an outpatient. Yes. And uh, they said if you could be anywhere, where would you want to go? Yes, he asked me, my case manager, who was my case manager for six years, and he asked me because they were setting down the outpatient division, and he asked me if I had anywhere I would want to go, where would I want to go? And I said, I always wanted to see Miami, Florida. And we looked on the Internet, and we found the Miami Rescue Mission. And we called down here, and it took me about three months to finally decide after talking to y'all people at the Miami Rescue Mission. They sound real polite and real kind on the phone. And then I finally decided on June the 3rd, 2019, to make that bus, make that Amtrak ride to come on down. And I came straight from my sister's house to the Miami Rescue Mission. I never lived nowhere, never been nowhere else in Florida but the Miami Rescue Mission. I found it to be a very beautiful place. Ah, so you walked into those doors, you really didn't know what to expect. Nope, and it's been seven months ago. The hospitality and everything was very beautiful. So what have you learned in these months? And now you're going into the upper phase of the program. Uh, So you're going to be an alpha uh, uh, student now here. But what did you learn in those months? I learned a lot in the Miami Rescue Mission. I learned, I followed my education. I learned things in the Miami Rescue Mission that I didn't learn in school. And I went to one of the best private schools in the city of Philadelphia my mother and father um, sent me to. My mom and father tried to send me to uh, some of the best private schools in Philadelphia because I suffered from brain trauma at birth. Mm. So they tried to make it up by sending me to some good schools, but um, Mr. Kent, our educational director, mm-hmm. he sent, he um, is a very good teacher. I learned there, I liked it, the spiritual program, the uh, and, uh, all in all um, outcome, the Miami Rescue Mission is a very good um, program. If I had to ask somebody, I had to direct somebody there, I would tell people to go there. Wow. Well, we want to hear more from you, uh, Nathaniel, uh, because uh, you are going to be going into the upper phase. We want to know a little bit more about uh, what was your Christian service assignment here and um, how have you really changed in your life from your past because if you were in prison life and then you come to the mission we always say well we kind of tell you also when to get up and things like that but there is a difference and we want to find out what that difference is so don't turn that dial we'll be back in just a moment to hear more from nathaniel well we're back with nathaniel and he is in the midst of telling his story Um, He's had a very difficult life, and he's actually experienced prison. And so he can also tell us the difference of being at the mission. And even though here, Nathaniel, you have to get up at a special time. You have to eat breakfast. You have to uh, do a a job. We call it Christian service assignment. Uh, You have counseling. You have education. you, You know, you go to chapel in the evening. You have all kind of things you need to do. What's what's the real difference it's, of prison in that? It's a big difference. Um, at the Miami Rescue Mission, you got people there that's doing it because they want to help you, and because you doing it because you want to help. It's not so much as somebody you being sentenced to do it. 
it's because you want to do it, the doors is unlocked. You can leave at any time. <laughs> Glad you I'm said there that. because I want to be there. Nobody is twisting my hand and forcing me to be there. I can leave day or night, anytime I want to be. And most of all, the counselors and the staff that I work with, they themselves, most of them been through the Miami Rescue Mission. Yeah, I just heard and, that your, your case manager is a graduate. Is a graduate of the Miami Rescue Mission. They are people that have graduated and have lived a successful life, so it's like a mirror. They showing me where I could go to, and I'm showing them, reminding them where they became from. So therefore, we are helping each other. I'm reminding them if they mess up where they can go back to, and they showing me if I do the right thing where I could go to. That's amazing. Now, you have a goal that you're kind of studying and you're going to enroll soon to learn. So what is it you want to do? I want to be a commercial CDL driver. I just went to the um, CDL school up on 27th Avenue on 77th Street to obtain information about how to become a, a Class A CDL driver. Well, that's great. That's great. Now, one of the other, what's your best experience at the mission? Oh, I like the um, chapel area at night where different um, reverends and different um, ordained ministers come in and speak. Because like Jesus Christ says in the Bible, the only way into the kingdom of God, we must be reborn again. And of course, we know we can't re-enter into our mother's womb. So I use the chapel as the womb that I get rebirth to myself to give myself a spiritual rebirth. Wow. So that's how I do it at the Miami Rescue Mission. That is the womb of my rebirth. Well, I've had a lot of people share, and I don't think I've had anybody um explain it quite that way that was the, that that sounded like a pastor preaching there for a moment that was really amazing yes the miami rescue mission i love the mission so now have you um ha still have connection with your sister and do you have oh, you told her what's happening i talked the counselors make the phones available upon request i talk to my family daily they really push for connections with our family at the Miami Rescue Mission. Like I said, I'm not in prison. I do have connections with my family. My family writes me. I call even on Christmas. They passed out Christmas cards and stuff for me to send to my family. Wow. Yes, I, I'm very in contact with all my family. I have 13 siblings, mm. and we, I'm in contact with all of them. They are very much in support of the Miami Rescue Mission. Well, they must be very in support of you. Yes. That, uh, you know, even after all that you've gone through, you're yes. still part of the family. Yes, they are. That's amazing. Well, that's that's a blessing to be able to say that you're connected to your family that way. Yes. And uh, we're going to ask all of our listeners, uh, please continue to pray for Nathaniel and all the other men and women who go through our centers in Miami-Dade, in Broward County, um, that as they come in, yes, they are hurting. Yes, there is deep issues, but God does penetrate that heart, and there is a difference for so many if they're willing to put in the work. Would you say that, Nathaniel? Yes, I would. Thank okay. you all. Oh, th okay, well, thank you, Nathaniel, for sharing your story today. Thank you, Mrs. Drummond. Well, what a tremendous testimony from Nathaniel. You see, 
sometimes we stereotype the homeless. We see them on the street corners. We see them begging. We don't know the whole story. Here's a person who, who served in the National Guard, started drugs, got into trouble, and it took him farther than he ever wanted to go, uh, led him into jail. And now he has to, uh, what am I going to do now? And so we're so thankful that he made the decision to say, I don't want to be a person that's living on the streets. I don't want to be a person that could face jail again. I don't want to be a person using drugs. And he came in to get help. And now his pathway is upward. And, you know, and I don't know about you, but anytime you try to do something different in your life, it could be a lifestyle change for better health. It could be uh, courses you want to take in education or just something you want to change. A negative and you're making a positive. It's hard. It's difficult because it's hard to change in many cases. And, and many things that I've accomplished, tried to accomplish over my life, it has been very difficult, you know, maintaining your weight, getting proper exercise, uh, changing some of the detrimental habits that I've had. Uh, it's very difficult. And you have to keep on working on them. So there should be a lot of, hey, great job, a lot of accolades for people that come in and are able to really work on themselves. You know, in March 21st, we're having a graduation for those men and women in our Miami centers that have completed all the, the studies. And there's a lot. When you come in, we just don't feed you and help you with addiction or help you get a house or help you get a job. Those are part of it. But there's also a whole education component. There's counseling. There's group counseling. There's classes. There's skills. Uh, we put them to, to task every day. We call it a Christian service assignment where they'll have to do something worthwhile, put a little uh, equity, sweat equity into, into the recovery process. So they'll be helping out in the kitchen or helping out cl keeping the place clean or helping our thrift store. And so this is a special, special day. It's full cap and gown for these men and women that... Uh, probably thought their life would always be disastrous, would always be hopeless, and now they're going to start off in a new, more successful life and a happier life. And they're reunited with many family members and friends, and they started new relationships. So we want to come together and honor that. It's it's a lot of hard work, and it also sends a message to other homeless men and women in our programs that hey, look. Uh, it's tough, it's hard, but you can make it and you can be honored as just as well. So it's going to be on Saturday, March 21st at 2 o'clock in our Community Activity Center. That's located at 2025 Northwest 1st Avenue. It's a, it's a big, has a gym in it. It's used as a, a school during the week from Marquere Elementary. Uh, it's just going to be a wonderful time that we're going to get together and celebrate. If you can't make it, uh, I really would like to see you come out. But if you can't make it, you can you can sponsor a cap or a gown or maybe both. A cap's $15. A gown is uh, $20. Go to caringplace.org slash graduation. That's caringplace.org slash graduation. Give you some more detail on where the location and so on. And, and if you can help, we would really love you to do that. And that helps us with the next class and the next class and so on. And of course, we have our Easter Day celebration coming up in April. I know it's about six weeks away, but we're trying to collect over 6,000 Easter baskets to give out to boys and girls in Miami and in Broward and to bless families. You know, we do take care of the homeless and the needy and those that have no place to stay every single day. We're doing that over 1,100 people. Uh, in Miami and in Broward, but we're also helping the community. And we have special outreaches during the course of the year where we want to bless families and struggling families. And one of those ways, we had our Thanksgiving outreach and we had our Christmas outreach and then we're going to have our Easter outreach. And the highlight of that is that we're going to invite the homeless. We're hoping that many will make the decision to get off the street. 
but will also be washing their feet that day. So uh, there's so many different ways you can make a difference. We have our Easter basket drive. We have our spring cleaning drive that we want you to clean out your closets and donate your your clothing and your furniture to us. And of course, you can help during graduation. Well, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We'll be praying for you. You pray for us and tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place www.caringplace.org From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit penfed.org slash powercash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.